Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right. It is your blue brand general manager, Curtis Black here, and I'm flying solo with you all this evening uh, to go over the matches for the week on the crazy shakeup week in our first night of a Friday night live challenges. So it's going to be a fun night here. Like I said, it's only me tonight. Uh, GM Marcus Mayhem had some outside business he had to attend to, uh, but we're definitely going to be going over the results and uh, get a brief look ahead uh, to this coming Sunday FWWC Hell in a Cell. And finally, obviously mentioning uh, that we are going to be at the end of the show giving away that WrestleTalk podcast mug for the promo of the week. But before we get any, go any further, let me go ahead and thank our sponsors at the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Um, now, if you go to WrestleTalkPodcast.com or if you go to uh, BlogTalkRadio.com with Russell Talk Podcast, uh, you will find that there is no episode showing up for yesterday. That that does not mean that they were active. Oh, contraire. Go ahead and check out the WrestleTalk podcast with Joe and Renee YouTube page, and you will find um, uh, some amazing stuff that was done um, as Renee going back and forth between history being made uh, with the first night of the Wednesday Night Wars where we saw AEW facing off against NXT. Uh, Great stuff. I was on there. I know Tank was on there. um, And a number of other people calling in. Big T, I believe, called in as well. Uh, It was a great, great showing. So, uh, like I said, maybe not your typical podcast, but make sure you check out uh, the Rust Talk podcast with Joe and Renee YouTube page, um, as that was definitely, definitely uh, something great to check out here. Uh, But we are going to go ahead and get started just as soon as we go ahead and get um, a post up here in the FWWC uh, page so everybody knows uh, where we are going here. Uh, But with that being said, we had an absolutely crazy night tonight and an absolutely uh, killer night on Monday night. Uh, It was the season premieres of both shows, so obviously uh, had some very, very cool stuff going on. Uh, But we are getting ready here uh, to get going. And as we do... uh, all of our every week, we are going to go ahead and start uh, with the red brand, um, Intern Timmy. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have you uh, make sure you get me those results. I want to make sure I've got those correct. Uh, so we are going to go ahead and start off with the red brand from Monday night. Now uh, we are going to see a lot of what's going on here is ultimately going to be leading into what's going to happen at hell in a cell um, specifically on the red brand. Now I will say uh, obviously card is subject to change. And secondly, I will say uh, that, I'm going based off of my notes that I have. Obviously, Marcus Mayhem may need to correct anything uh, if I, you know, say something wrong in here. So uh, just a word of warning when it comes to that. But we are going to go ahead and start uh, with the first match uh, that took place for Red Brand on Monday night. And that was uh, the final in a two-match series, uh, which was going to determine the uh, people to fight uh, for the United States Championship. Uh, the recently vacated United States Championship uh, at Hell in a Cell. And uh, again, uh, assuming that I understand how this is working correctly, we will be seeing Robert facing off against Madman Joe at Hell in a Cell uh, for that United States Championship. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, Robert obviously has uh, some history, um, you know, on the red brand and now uh, seeing as he has an opportunity uh, for that United States championship and obviously Madman Joe wanting to capture some gold. It is going to be definitely interesting uh, to see what happens there. And then we are going to go ahead and move over uh, to the blue brand. And we'll go ahead and discuss uh, our first match uh, for the blue brand. Um, and with that, we did see uh, Daniel Grimm facing off against the former FHC champion, Big T to Python. Uh, we did not see a clear winner here uh, coming out of this match. Obviously, uh, these two individuals fought and ultimately it came out to a double countout after uh, some massive, massive beating on the outside. Uh, but definitely some interesting stuff here. I, I do want to let everybody uh, that is holding know that we are going to go ahead and get you to you here uh, shortly. We are uh, planning on focusing primarily on callers this evening. Uh, as we are just having one uh, you know, individual kind of running everything here. Uh, but with that being said, uh, we're going to just continue on. Uh, do you want to ask if we do not have uh, or ha you have not called in before, we might be missing the last four digits of your number. Uh, if you could just go ahead and either post that in your thread so I know who we've got on hold here, uh, be happy to get you guys on the line. Um, but uh, like I said, seeing Daniel Graham and Big T going out was definitely, definitely a, a violent showing there. And uh, seeing uh, how that broke down was, was obviously uh, interesting, but that does, uh, lead to a good segue and something that you know I th I definitely know a few people saw on the page, but you know definitely something that needs to be uh, highlighted within the show, and that is seeing uh, that Big T effective as of yesterday uh, was traded to uh, the red brand from the blue brand for three points, and then the conditional. Uh, opportunity to bring on the one of the hottest free agents again that the FWWC has seen in a while, uh, Lilith, uh, if she is unable to capture uh, the women's championship. Uh, 
And so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, little, there's going to be some great opportunities here, but Big T um, now, as, again, effective uh, October 3rd, uh, member of the Red Brand. So uh, good luck to T over there. Definitely no hard feelings there. Just uh, some new opportunities for him. Uh, you'll see what's going to happen uh, there on the Red Brand. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump over back over to the red brand, um, and we're going to go ahead and discuss uh, the uh, next match, which is a uh, again was a, a final of another two match series uh, determining the individuals who are going to be fighting for again the vacant uh, European Championship uh, at FWBC uh, Hell in a Cell, and we are uh, in that case we are seeing. Uh, Marcus Mayhem advancing on, which is was definitely uh, some interesting turn of events there. And then also seeing um, none other uh, than Douglas James um, advancing on. Now, uh, definitely uh, some interesting things going on there. You know, the, the man who, who is yet to hold a title uh, in the FWBC has, has got an opportunity, but, but he's got, uh, you know, if I do say so myself, quite a mountain to climb. Uh, to get to that European Championship uh, with Marcus Mayhem uh, standing uh, in his way. Um, and then jumping back over uh, to Blue here, uh, kind of, and uh, we're going to go ahead and look at some tag team action. We're going to go ahead and uh, discuss two matches, the first of which was uh, the KC Connection taking on the Kings of War, that being uh, Tank Westbrook and King Jerobi. And obviously, you know, Seeing those individuals, uh, you know, fight it out, especially seeing, uh, you know, individuals the, the caliber of, of Tank and Jerobi, uh, but you know, ultimately falling uh, to the KC Connection uh, is definitely, you know, makes an argument for the KC Connection to, uh, you know, still be included in the the tag team conversation moving forward. Um, but definitely, as I'm going to get to in our next match, uh, this this next team. Um, and you know the team that we'll discuss here in just a moment when we talk about Hell in a Cell ha- have made a statement when it comes to um, you know nodding wins or in this in the case of of the current team that I'm about to discuss really hanging in there and, and showing the champions that, that they couldn't put them away and that was the newest combination of the Wicked Sisters. Now this originally started as obviously the Bad Bitches. We're not going to get into a lot of what's gone on here, but obviously, you know, for, for reasons that don't need to be said, the bad bitches were no longer able to to be a tag team. And, and so we saw Enchantress go out um, and, you know, they summoned a vampire, which I'm sure everybody saw. I'm, I'm terrified. I know a lot of people working up here in the office are terrified, but uh, they have joined forces. Uh, the witch and the vampire to create the wicked sisters and they faced off against the grim reefers on monday night again continuing what had been going on uh with the bad bitches and the reefers were not able uh to put them away and at this point uh you know as a general manager at a certain point i have to say enough is enough um you know we we've let this go on literally since uh we saw fwbc apocalypse uh you know draw the curtain this this has continued on and so on monday night you said enough is enough they will have an opportunity at the tag team championships uh you know at fwbc hell in a cell so we will see the current 
Unified Tag Team Champions, the Grim Reaper, Savior Saint, and Daniel Grimm facing off against the team that won uh, the number one contendership match at FWWC Apocalypse, Trucking Nightmares, uh, being Jimbo Slice and Nightmare Jones. And we will also see joining them due to their tenacity and, and due to the fact that if the Grim Reapers just could not put them away, the Wicked Sisters. So uh, we will see a hell of a triple threat for the Tag Team Championship going on uh, there uh, at FWWC Hell in a Cell. Um, now we are going to go ahead and uh, jump back over here uh, to the Red Brand. Um, and the next match we're going to go ahead and cover for them is going to be uh, to determine who is going to go ahead and face off for the Universal Heavyweight Championship on the red brand and, and the competitors were obviously battle cat Remy Ricks and the enchantress. And I mean, I want to say it's a surprise, but the, but this man seems to find his way into universal championship matches fairly often. None other than the battle cat is going to be facing himself, facing off against El Mata at hell in a cell for the universal heavyweight championship. And I mean, this is, this is a, a store, a match we, we've seen play out. You know, this is a story we've seen over and over. And if, you know, the if history is to tell us anything, it's going to tell us that uh the most likely opportun the most likely outcome of this is going to be that Almada is walking out with the championship. But if I have anything to say about Battlecat when it comes to the Universal Championship, when it comes to you know with championship shots in general, it is this that Battlecat you know, finds a way to sneak out these wins. He finds a way to, to walk out, you know, with that belt. And, you know, me, he may have, you know, scratch, scratched and clawed his way there, you know, bit by bit. And, you know, he may have surprised himself that he got himself in the position that he needed to. But once he's there, he takes care of business. So I'm, I'm excited to see what goes down. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be able to sit on, on the sidelines. Um, and watch, um, you know, given my recent encounters with Almada and given the hell that, that that put my own body through, you know, I'm excited to, to sit down and watch somebody else go through it. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a, a hell of a match. It's definitely going to be interesting to watch. Um, and ultimately, a lot of interest uh, to see whether or not Balcat can pull it off again and, and somehow become, uh, you know, universal heavyweight champion again. Um, but we are going to go ahead now and, uh, like I said, uh, change speed just a little bit here and uh, jump back down to the blue brand. Um, and in this, we saw a champ versus the vampire match in which we saw Tank Westbrook facing off against, as I mentioned before, uh, a current free agent in Lilith. Um, and we did see once again, uh, you know, an established superstar in the FWWC pulling off a victory or uh, no, being defeated uh, by a free agent. And in this case, we saw Lilith pull off the victory over Tank. Um, you know, it's like I said, you know, like you know, we give opportunities, and Lilith has a big one. I'll go ahead and announce it now. The, the whisperings have been out there. I know some of the general managers but heard it. But at, at FWWC Hell in a Cell uh, to 
fix the issue with the current vacant women's championship. We will see hardcore sis who earned her opportunity at FWWC Armageddon, or excuse me, Apocalypse. It's been a long evening. Uh, having earning, earned her opportunity at FWWC Apocalypse, uh, we will see her facing off against the lone remaining woman in the women, uh, women's division in the FWWC Lilith. And as was announced by the Night Owl on the thread tonight, uh, between now and FWWC Survivor Series, we will see the free agents be eligible for titles. We will see uh, the free agent Lilla facing off against Hardcore Sis. And, and the little condition being being made by, by Curtis Black. And this was, you know, I believe run by the board of directors, you know, intern Timmy can get at me if, if this sounds incorrect, but with the added condition on that match being, if Lilith was to pull off the victory and does capture the FWWC women's championship at that time, she will become a member of the FWWC blue brand. Um, and, and she will be a member of the blue brand moving forward from there until the next pick them, or if she's dropped or traded or, you know, all, all the things that as general managers, we do around here to, to kind of shake things up and, and keep it lively. Uh, but, but definitely, uh, definitely some interesting stuff, uh, going on there. We're going to go ahead and cover uh, a couple more blue brand matches here before we get, uh, to the end of the red brand matches, uh, we did see oh okay i see we have oh we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna enter timmy i want to go ahead go ahead and hit that breaking news music please all right as posted by the board of directors on the fwwc tonight thread we have the scorecard out for around nine week number two and in this we do see the blue brand still holding lead so you know last week the blue brand uh lost a point on our our five point lead that we started with here that we took over from last round uh but as of week two we uh both blue brand and the red brand took down three points out of that round leaving the blue brand with 10 total points and the red brand with six. So, uh, you know, with a couple more weeks left uh, for round nine, obviously there's going to be you know a lot of interesting things going on, uh, but blue brand is, has got a little bit of a, a, a good, good lead there. So not saying that we feel comfortable, definitely not going to step on the brakes at all, uh, but definitely, definitely going to be tightening up in that total race here as we get to the end of uh, the second year of the FWWC uh, brand battle. But uh, we are going to go ahead and continue on with some, some more of our match results here. Uh, we did see Hardcore Sis jump JJ the Common Man before their match on Monday night, knocking him out of competition. Um, so, He's kind of by default. We are considering Hardcore says, you know, the winner of that championship or of that match. But uh, ultimately, uh, we did see those two come back and, and did have a match on Friday. And we will go ahead and get to those results here shortly. Um, and then finally, uh, in the main event for Monday night for the Blue Brand, we did see a rivalry renewed and ultimately uh, a lot of blood, bad blood spilling out between these two uh, when the SOFs DJZ and La Familia's own Hardcore Haas met in the ring. Haas 
uh, pulled out the victory in this one. Uh, we, we saw him leave with DJZ a mess in the ring. Um, but, but obviously, you know, it seems like DJZ has, has got, uh, you know, something up his sleeve when it comes to Hardcore Haas because he's, he's demanded a match uh, at FWBC Hell in a Cell, and we, are, and, and we also saw them face off again uh, this evening, which we'll, we'll get to here momentarily, uh, but definitely some bad blood between those two individuals, and, and Hardcore Haas, you know, it, it's interesting to see this kind of tactic uh, from him right now, given the fact that, you know, in in but you know month month and a half uh he's got really probably one of the biggest opportunities of his career um in you know facing off against whoever the FHC champion is at that time whether that's Tank Westbrook whether that's Corbin Slater um you know regardless of whatever happens you know we have you know an individual who's who's really been involved in a brutal brutal rivalry with DJZ um you know potentially putting that you know, championship match at risk, you know, God forbid something were to happen or, you know, even that being not at a hundred percent when that opportunity arises. So uh, definitely uh, some interesting goings there. And like I said, we'll we'll get a little bit more into that as well as hell in a cell here uh, in just a little bit, but uh, we are going to go ahead and and kind of finish off the first half hour uh, by getting to the final match that took place on Monday night. Uh, And this was the triple threat to determine uh, the number one contender for the hybrid television championship who will, uh, just as uh, we're seeing Bowcat facing off against Almada at Hell in a Cell, this individual will be facing off against Almada as well. And that is none other uh, than the man from Crystal Lake, Voorhees. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Voorhees is somebody who you know, has, has had a lot to say about Mata for, for a very long time, really, since he's come in. Uh, to the FWWC. Um, and so, uh, you know, with that being said, it is going to be um, some crazy, crazy madness seeing those two walk in the ring. But again, you know, if, if I, you know, know anything, if I've, I've seen anything here in the FWWC, uh, you know, Mata studies his opponents. Um, he knows their weaknesses and he knows their strengths. But somebody like Voorhees, I, I don't know what kind of weaknesses he's got. So this, this might be this might be the type of opponent that that can get under his skin a little bit. But but we're definitely going to see what's going to happen there. Hell in a Cell is definitely going to be interesting. And and if Voorhees you know lives up to his name, uh, Sunday would be should be right up his alley. So uh, we'll we'll go ahead and definitely see uh, what's going to happen there. But uh, we are going to take a quick moment here um, to thank our sponsors, the Wrestle Talk Podcast. Uh, with Joe and Renee. Um, now, again, if you were to go back and check out uh, RustTalkPodcast.com, you're going to notice, oh, there, there's not a new episode. I'm not, you know, seeing anything new for yesterday. And if you, if you go through that way, you know, that's correct. But what I would recommend that you go ahead and do is go ahead and go over to YouTube.com. And in that search bar, I want you to go ahead and type in Rust Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee and hit search. And you go ahead and first off, you're going to hit that like button. You're going to hit the subscribe button. 
So first of all, you are going to always see uh, when they go live, when they've got new content up, uh, new, new promos of the week, uh, you know, anything new Russ Hawk Podcast puts out, you are going to see it first when you go to YouTube. Um, and that notification bell, make sure that you get that notification anytime uh, anything new goes out. But you go to that page and you are going to find uh, the live reaction video from last night. And that not only uh, did we hear from Renee, we, we heard from uh, Tank Westbrook, we heard uh, from Big T to Paisan, myself, uh, you know, joined Renee in discussing what was really uh, a historic night uh, for professional wrestling, uh, a historic night uh, for you know anybody who who's enjoyed wrestling as an art form, as as a means of entertainment, um, and so it was really really exciting uh, to see uh, you know. And what we saw last week. So uh, really, really, really cannot recommend going back and, and checking out uh, that live stream um, you know, from last week enough. And then uh, just the breaking news from intern Timmy. I know he's getting that over uh, from our sponsors, the Rust Talk podcast. Uh, next week, they are going to be having Sophia Lopez uh, joining them. Became, uh gained a reputation as being the greatest attorney in the world by defending celebrities who got into trouble in uh, Las Vegas. And uh, WOW Women of Wrestling fans first came to know this amazing advocate after her masterful maneuvering with Cage Teat as she got their criminal record expunged, allowing them to become the WOW Tag Team Champions legend. Um, obviously, continuing on in WOW, um, you know, I couldn't obviously get to all of her accolades but again if you want to know more about her make sure you check out next week uh the rust talk podcast with joe and renee every wednesday uh 8 eastern 7 central com, and make sure you are also giving love uh to the rust talk podcast uh youtube page like i said just go to youtube.com type in rust talk podcast with joe and renee in that search bar and make sure you hit the subscribe and notification bells to make sure you are always getting the most up-to-date information from not only the WrestleTalkPodcast.com, um, but also from EFWWC. And making sure, let me clarify, uh, she is, uh, as, as this is being put to me uh, from intern Timmy, she's a Selena De La Renta of the WOW. So uh, make sure you guys are giving them love uh, without them. We would not be here. Uh, RustTalkPodcast.com. One last time. Make sure you check it out. And also, I know we're, we're going to get to it here in a little bit. Rust Talk Podcast mugs, again, cannot recommend them enough. Um, high quality glass. Amazing, amazing, amazing. You can wash them all you want. You know, the engravings, obviously, you don't lose any of their um, you know, awesomeness, and we uh, will be giving a one away, like I said, for promo of the week at the end of the show. Uh, so make sure you uh, keep listening in uh, as we get to uh, the end. Now, uh, we only have a few more matches to go. Obviously, tonight was our first Friday Night Live challenge, and and while we did have you know a decent number of matches, um, obviously maybe it wasn't where we wanted to be for for a historic night, but but still definitely impressive. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and start off with those matches here, um, and then we will just kind of uh, see where we're at here as we get through them. So uh, the first match we're gonna go ahead and discuss. Um, 
and and because we are on now Friday nights, uh, but because we are on kind of the blue brand hosted night, uh, we are going to go ahead and start off with the blue brand. And in this, we saw uh, Hardcore Sis facing off against JJ the Common Man. Um, and you know, I, I mentioned the beatdown uh, of of JJ by Sis. You know, from Monday night, we we saw them get in the ring. We saw them, you know, fight it out. Ultimately, you know, we, we didn't get, you know, a definite winner, um, which, which, you know, between these two, unfortunately, isn't really surprising. There, there's so much violence and a hostility towards each other that, you know, it tends to kind of break down into madness. And, you know, you see, you know, somebody get taken out on the outside or you see a double count out. But what I will say is this. After everything we've seen from these two over the last few weeks, and and after all, you know whether whether it's on the page, whether it's you know backstage, wherever you've seen it, they're, they're constantly hurling insults at each other. This is what we're gonna do this coming Sunday at FWWC Hell in a Cell. We are going to see a hardcore sis facing off against JJ the Common Man. We are gonna get to the end of this rivalry. We are going to settle this one one way or another. Um, you know, we're going to come up with a stipulation. I'm not I'm not quite sure we're going to put this in the cell just yet, but we are going to find something to to put this behind them um and, and see obviously, you know, sis, you know, say what you will about about, you know, her last month and a half, uh but but even since FWBC Apocalypse, she has gotten a number of wins under her belt. Um so we're going to get to the end of this, and and for you know one or the other, this is going to be a definite stepping stone for them, um, and we're going to kind of continue to move on uh, from there, and then we'll go ahead and discuss one more blue brain match before uh, we get to our first red brain match of the evening, and that is a luchador to Kansas City uh, facing off against a fallen, a uh, fallen having you know recently come back over uh, to uh, the blue brand here uh, as a free agent. Uh, in the last pick'em, you know, had an opportunity uh, to potentially become a number one contender for the women's championship at FWC Apocalypse, and and fell just short. Uh, but definitely trying trying to make a name for herself here, and uh, you know, going the distance with a luchador, you know, wasn't able to seal the deal, but obviously, you know, did not fall to a luchador. Uh, you know, if there's such a thing as victory and loss, you know, we can definitely see fallen. Um, you know, kind of keeping in step with, you know, really one of the longest serving veterans of the FWWC and El Luchador. Uh, so it's going to be exciting to see what happens with her going forward. And, and who knows, maybe at FWWC, uh, Hell in a Cell, there, there may be, you know, some type of opportunity for, for multiple superstars to, to get a little boost up and, and make some interesting possibilities for themselves. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here over the, the next few days, but, but definitely, definitely some major opportunities looking ahead for, for some superstars here. Uh, we are going to go ahead now and discuss the first of the red brand matches of the two red brand matches uh, that did take place on uh, this evening. Um, and the first of which is uh, saw Battlecat uh, facing off against Remy Ricks, uh, facing off against the newly traded Big T uh, DePaisan. And uh, you know, to some people's surprise, I would say, but but really not really to my own surprise, given uh, you know what I've seen uh, from him before the trade. Uh, you know, Big T did come out the victor and and pulled off 
uh, you know, what, what some might, like I said, might call a surprise victory, but, uh, you know, whether he's on blue brand or red brand, he, he's definitely out to make a name for himself. And so, you know, stepping into the new brand and, and coming up with that victory right off the bat, uh, you know, definitely impressive on, on big T's behalf here. So uh, excited to see and, and watch and see what he does uh, the rest of the way through as he continues over on red brand. Um now we are just gonna um we're gonna go ahead and continue to discuss uh the blue brands matches here. Um but intern Timmy is gonna go ahead and pass a note on here. Um one moment here. Okay, so the next match we're gonna go ahead and discuss uh from the blue brand is uh, seeing uh DJZ facing off against Hardcore Haas. And you know, as I mentioned, you know, we're continuing to see these individuals kind of go back and forth with each other. Um, you know, we we saw uh you know DJZ and, and Hardcore Haas facing off, you know, on Monday night, and in that case, you know, we saw Hardcore Haas come out the victor, um, you know, flipping it around and now here we are come to Friday night and you know, DJZ is able to, to pull off a victory and gets the upper hand on him there. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to see what happens as, as these two kind of go back and forth uh, because each seems to kind of sneak a win from the other one. Each one, you know, maybe shockingly pulls off the victory and, you know, that momentum that, you know, they maybe have believed that they've been building up after that, that last victory uh, kind of seems shattered. So as, you know, as we sit here, you know, two days before FWBC Hell in a Cell where, you know, it has been announced that we will be seeing DJZ uh, facing off against Hardcore Haas. You know, you have to ask yourself, you know, who really does have the momentum going into this match and, and what should we expect to see uh, from two individuals who have clearly shown their disdain for one another. They they, they obviously don't even have a lot of respect for one another, let alone uh, the ability to kind of uh, not make this personal on any level. Let's just say uh, – I'm I'm excited to see what happens, but I'm I'm a little you know cautious and concerned about maybe the level of bloodshed we're gonna we're gonna see uh, kind of break down there. Um, and then uh, before we go ahead and get to the main event of Blue Brand, uh, we are gonna go ahead and discuss the main event uh, for it Tuesday night on the Red Brand, in which we saw uh, Madman Joe uh, facing off against the Heel Deal. Um, and the heel deal is, is one of those competitors on red brand, you know, somebody who, uh, you know, I would personally love the opportunity to get over on blue brand. You know, he, he's done a lot over on red, but you know, I think he could have some interesting dealings over here. Uh, but with that being said, he is somebody who also can never be underestimated, uh, when it comes to their ability, once they step in the ring and he, he proved that again this evening, um, you know, pulling off the victory against Madman Joe, um, you know, heel deal, congratulations, um, you know, whether or not, you know, I agree with your whole stance with La Familia or even agree with, with that family, I, I have to give credit where it's due, uh, you know, somebody who, you know, has always entertained, always somebody who, who comes in and, and has a chance at any given moment uh, to pull off that victory and, and, you know, your title reigns. Um, you know, Warriors Heart Championship that proves it all uh, that simply you are one of the best you know, the FWB have seen. Um, you know, so, you know, I would say keep your ear out. You you might see a trade deal coming your way. 
maybe sooner than later. Let, let, let's put it that way. But um, we will go ahead and discuss the final match that took place on uh, the first ever Friday night live challenge, and that was where we saw the team uh, composing of Corbin Slater, Nightmare Jones, and Richard Priest representing La Familia, facing off against Daniel Grimm, myself, Curtis Black, and Jake Wyatt, dubbed the Freedom Fighters. Uh, And this was an absolutely brutal match. You know, it was announced prior to the match that that it was going to be contested under Extreme Rules uh, because, you know, Nightmare Jones decides, you know, he's going to run his mouth and and he's not worried. Obviously, you know, we're – I'm gonna, you know, have something to say about that, and and in that case, I did, um, you know, we we saw a lot of a lot of violence going on in that match. I'm a little, you know, sore right now, honestly, and who knows, maybe maybe I'm gonna get out of here a little early. We don't, we haven't had a lot of callers this evening. Maybe I'm gonna get out of here early and rest up after after that violent match. But you know, with with that being said, ultimately, you know, things broke down. Um, you know. We were not listening to the referee at all, either side. My, uh, myself, Grim, you know, Wyatt, or or any of of the Law Familia members, and ultimately, you know, they they th- they did have to throw the match out because you know there was literally nobody listening to anybody, anyways, and and the brawl you know ended up breaking down, and and we had to be separated, and you know, be that what it is, you know, I I have respect for the history of what two of those men represent in the FWWC. Um, you know, me and Slater can, can, can have our own opinions and feelings about what's going on. But, you know, w- with that being said, I, I have to give respect for their ability in the ring. I, like I said, I am sore. I am beat up. I am bruised. And, and when I get done here, I am going to bed because that was, that was an experience not unlike what I had against Almada that, you know, whether it's once or whether it's the fifth time you've stepped in the ring, it is a change experience when you step in with those individuals. And, you know, it's not something that is, is going to leave me um, or, or be forgotten anytime soon. So uh, I, I'm sure we'll see them again down the road and, and, as somebody who's vowed to destroy my brand from the inside out, Nightmare Jones, I am sure we will see each other again soon. Uh, but for now, you know, respect to them. It was it was a violent match, but my it was a good match, and and I cannot uh, wait to see what happens again, and especially once I have the ability uh, to be get a little more active. Uh, as uh, a competitor in the FWWC. Um, but Inter Timmy is going to go ahead and check over here and make, just double check and see uh, who we have available as callers. And I do see we actually did uh, have an individual we want to go ahead and bring on the line here. Uh, he is one half of the Unified Tag Team Champions. Uh, let me go ahead and bring on none other than Daniel Grimm. Daniel Grimm, how are you this evening? Howdy ho, Mr. Black. How you doing? Oh, I, I'm a little sore after tonight. How are you? You know what? We've had better nights. We've had worse nights. We'll get over it. Yeah. But I'm doing pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling pretty good. 
I say ch- chalk it up to experience. Um, but w- with that being said, you know, we do have a little bit to go ahead and discuss here. We're going to kind of look ahead to uh, FWWC Hell in a Cell. Uh, you've got a couple of opportunities here uh, coming up that I want to go ahead and discuss. We'll go ahead and sa- start off with uh, your title defense. Now, originally, going back to FWWC Apocalypse, uh, the team that actually won the right to be number one contenders uh, was Trucking Nightmares, which we, you know, obviously Jimbo Slice and, and Nightmare Jones. Um, so we'll start with those two individuals. Your thoughts on on facing off against obviously some legends here in the FWWC? I mean, legends, yeah, but what have they been doing together as of recent? Like, they got their opportunity and then they just kind of disbanded and they haven't really even affiliated with each other. Like, where's I get that they're La Familia. They don't have to show that they're together, but come on, show, like, the teamwork. Hey, fair fair enough. So uh, let me go ahead and then ask uh, a question about uh, the other side of that coin. So, you know, since FWWC Apocalypse, and, and obviously there's going to be some politics and stuff we may not necessarily get into, uh, you know, here too much but what i do want to say is you know we we did see some changes to the team we've been facing since apocalypse obviously yourself and and you know savior saint were facing off against the bad bitches um at fwbc apocalypse you know things have changed and, and on monday night you guys were unable to defeat uh the wicked sisters which allowed them to, you know, gain entry into the FWBC Unified Tag Team Championship match at, at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So looking just at that team now, and we'll, we'll talk about it all kind of together here in a moment, uh, you know, your thoughts on the, the Wicked Sisters? I mean, it, it's, it's a tough one because I got respect for Enchantress. Lilith obviously is just, fucking weird-ass vampire that she's on a hot streak. And putting my ego aside, it is a little intimidating to know that I'm being saint or going to be getting into the ring with, you know, this thing that nobody has an answer for yet. I mean, definitely. I mean, I, I completely understand that. I'm honestly glad I haven't had to step in the room with her. Um, that being said, I've got, you know, kind of a, a couple more questions here. I'm going to try not to take too much of your time, uh, but, but definitely some opportunities that are arising here for you. So the, the next match I want to discuss before we get too much farther off of the subject is the match in the hole. You're going to see trucking nightmares and wicked sisters facing off against you and Savior Saint. Any concerns about being put in a triple threat for your guys' first title defense uh, at FWBC Hell in a Cell? Well, I mean, I gotta walk in with confidence, right? So we've yeah. we've had to face, you know, Jimbo, Nightmare Jones, Enchantress, the bad bitches. I mean, it's a first with the wicked sisters, but it's it's me and Saint. Come on, now we took down Heaven's Demon to get these titles. A triple threat ain't going to be nothing in our way. All right. So, so next question. And, and, you know, strangely enough, I mean, a lot of this is going to end up tying back to, to common foes for you. Uh, but we'll, we'll get yeah. to the next one here. Uh, and that is Corbin Slater. So at hell in a cell, Corby. you are Slater. Corby hater. To, to face off against Corbin Slater, for the FWBC Legends Championship. 
Um, you two have had some some back and forth. Obviously, you know we, we faced off against them tonight. Uh, your thoughts on Slater and and the match on Sunday? I gotta admit, besides the Warriors Heart Championship matches, this will probably be the toughest test for me, considering Slater's held that championship since Universe Mania Five, and it's you know coming up on six months as a whole altogether, being the Legends Champion, defending it at every single pay per view. I got to admit, the dude's got a repertoire to get shit done. But then again, I kind of have a repertoire of, you know, stopping shit and starting my own shit. All right. So I guess the kind of the last question, um, I guess not necessarily last, but um, the, the gauntlet was kind of thrown down. I, that's kind of a pun. The gauntlet was kind of thrown down uh, on the FWWC Tonight thread um, where El Mata, your best friend in the world, wanted me oh, to ask yeah. you if you're down We're to completely face, besties. Yeah, down to face the La Familia gauntlet for a chance at his FWWC Blue hardcore title. If I'm down for it, what the hell? Of course I'm down for it. I mean... Granted, it's Almada, you know, the quote-unquote devil of the FWWC, but everybody considers themselves to be a bad guy. This guy just so happens to kind of be a dick, too. I wouldn't necessarily call him, like, the worst guy, but, I mean, putting me in a gauntlet, a La Familia gauntlet, who's not going to want to take that? Everybody is itching and scratching for the chance to take on La Familia. I mean, sure, in the long run, it's not going to matter because they're just going to hold it over saying, well, we're still together. But in reality, he's giving me, like, a dream shot. Why not take it and then take his title? Okay. So, I mean, that's a fair point. But I want to I wanna get an opposing voice here. So, so we've, we've heard, you know, the SOF side of things. We, we've heard the non-La Familia side. Allow me to go ahead and bring on – Oh, wait. I mean, he's going to get mad if I don't have his music. So, Intern Timmy, we oh. got to find his music first. Where is it? Oh, it's probably not who I think you think it is. Um, without any further ado. Hello, Nightmare. Don't cut off the song. Hello, hello, hello. Daniel Grimm, I see that you have a lot to talk about tonight. What's up, buddy? How you doing, Nightmare Jones? I'm doing just wonderful. See, it seems that you seem to, I guess, how do you want to put it? You don't, you are underestimating the trucking nightmare. You seem to think that that you got this tag team match already in the books. And if there's one thing that you don't know about trucking nightmares is that when the job needs to get done, the trucking nightmares gets the job done. That's why we've been me, tag team champions twice already. Since, uh, since you want to go ahead and mention that I have a lot to talk about, I correct. I may not know a whole lot of the trucking nightmare history. Granted, it's kind of a 
like very cliche and corny ass tag team name that you guys have, but I know a lot about you and the fact that when you think I'm underestimating you, I happen to come out on top every single time. Shall we go back to when I was United States champion? Okay, why are you talking about singles matches? We're not talking about singles matches, sir. We're talking no, about but are you here with matches. your partner? Are you here with your partner right now? We're talking about so no, it's, it's me and you right now. We're gonna... singles matches. All right, See, you here. always want to bring We're up, here. you know, oh, you, you, you beat me, you beat me, yes, but have you beat me in a tag team match, sir? Have we faced in a tag team match? You tell me. Okay, hold I'm going to uh, give a solid oh, no. All right, we'll jump in here. So, so we, you guys were talking about singles matches, and and there's all of this going on in thread. You know, Almada is, is doing what he does best, which is you know getting a reaction and, and making some noise. And so, you know, two minutes ago, prove you deserve it. Five matches. If you end with a winning record, you get your shot. Vamanos, words from Elmada. So how about this? We want to make things interesting. I know you've already got a busy night on Sunday, Graham. I, I know you do. But Oh, oh, I, please don't don't spare I've it got if I need to go through with it. I got something special for you. So to start off this gauntlet match, you know, you know, we, we want to start this off right. Sunday night, Nightmare Jones. Daniel Grimm, match number one of the La Familia Gauntlet to for Daniel Grimm to earn his shot at the FWBC Hardcore Championship. So you're telling me that 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 you want Daniel Grimm to 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 go out on his first match? Then that's what no, you're saying. No, you're, you you're want Daniel Grimm to be in this, this gauntlet match <laughs> and go out on his first match? That's no, perfect. Oh, that's absolutely a wonderful. Is he listening at all? I don't think he is. He has. He I can honestly say record, I'm so pretty sure that just went in one ear and out the other for him. He okay, okay, nightmare. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to to do this simply. He gets five matches total. It's not yeah. a traditional gauntlet where if he loses the first one, he's out. He gets five matches total, and if he has a winning record at the end. Then he will face Almada. So I mean, if you beat him, then he has to lose two more times for for it to okay, be done. Okay, so I way. beat him, and then the next person he faces in Lost Familiar beats him, and then the next person he faces in Lost Familiar beats him, and then Daniel Grimm goes off into the sunset, never to be seen again. Jonesy, Lost have you ever beaten like we always do? Uh-huh. So. <laughs> okay, Go ahead. Okay, you might have okay. to ask that again. He probably wasn't listening to you, Curtis. No, it's okay. I, I won't go there um, because, you know, we're, we're no, getting – Okay, okay. And... Here's what you said. You said if he comes out, he has five matches. If he comes out on a winning streak, right? If he comes out on a winning yeah. streak. If I beat we already him, went past this. We're talking about the other loses, thing he said. It's a, it's a lot familiar. And the next match he loses is a lot familiar. You've already lost three matches a lot familiar. That's not coming out on top, sir. That right there is the end of your gauntlet. You're done. You're finished. Finito. Goodbye. Okay, well, I'm glad you finally understand the concept, but I don't think you even heard what he said after that. It's okay. We're that's, we're gonna we're gonna that's where the we're gonna leave that in. alone. Um, 
Well, we're gonna leave that be. I've got I've got another caller. I, I want to go ahead and get on the line as as we're getting kind of to the end of the show here. Uh, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you each a response uh, a chance to get your final thoughts in. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start with Daniel Grimm first. Uh, Grimm, your thoughts before uh, FWWC Hell in a Cell this Sunday? Well, considering now I have to defend my tag titles in a triple threat and. Nightmare seems to think I'm underestimating and whatnot. I mean, now you're just giving me more heat to come in and whoop your ass two times that night. Legends title, Corbin, Corby, love you. But the time has come for that title to no longer be on your shoulder. And Nightmare, the thing that you missed that Curtis said, you've never beaten me in a one-on-one match. So good luck on your end. All right. Nightmare Jones, your final thoughts for Hell in a Cell. Well, it sounds to me that on Sunday, Daniel Grimm is about to lose those tag team titles and not have a title anymore. And, and see, here's the whole thing. Yes, I haven't beat Daniel Grimm one-on-one, but you know what? I didn't beat Battlecat one-on-one either for the longest time, and then guess what? It happened. So maybe Sunday it happened when I beat Daniel Grimm on Sunday. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here at Nightmare Jones. Uh, so we've got one more caller I want to go ahead and get on the line here. Um, you know, we had a big win tonight. We'll go ahead and bring him on. And then we are going to go ahead and give away the FWWC tonight mug for the FWWC promo over the week. But, Without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on former Universal Heavyweight Champion, former uh, FWWC Heavyweight Champion, and recently traded from the blue brand to the red brand. Uh, he does come from Columbus Park. Big T. Big T, how are you doing this evening? How are you doing, Matt, brother? Ah, it's, it's definitely been an exciting and interesting night. Like I said, in our first night of uh, live challenges on Friday night. But, and, you know, like I said, you know, we did see you get traded last night um, over to uh, the Red Brand. You know, as I mentioned before, you know, no hard feelings or anything, just kind of new opportunity for you. Um, you know, but with that being said, you came right into Red Brand, and, and not only did you come in, but you came in on a victory on your first night back. Uh, your thoughts on, on being back on the Red Brand? Absolutely. You know, I appreciated, I appreciated everything you did for me on Blue Brand, General Manager Black. But I had to go across the waters and handle some business, and that started the night. I definitely, and you know, like I said, we we did see you come out uh, the victor here uh, in that uh, first match back, uh, defeating uh, not only uh, Remy Ricks but the man who will be challenging Elmada um, at FWBC Hell in a Cell for the Universal Championship, Balcat. Um, you know, your thoughts on Balcat, and you know, obviously, uh, in the same way, your thoughts on Elmada, you know, the current Universal Champion. You know, me and Battlecat have one thing in common. We both like to fight. We actually back up what we say, right? And as far as Elmada, that dude gets no pass till he comes to Columbus Park and stands on what he's been talking. He talks a lot of trash, but he still won't come to Columbus Park. I know he's going to have something to say about, oh, Big D, you don't cut promos regularly or this or that. Fact is, Battle, if I'm calling you out, chump, won't you be a man for once and stand on your principles? 
But other than that, I'm back to handling business. All right. So, Big T, like I said, we are, we're getting to the end of the night here, uh, as I am going to be moving over to promo of the week here shortly. But uh, before I let you go, obviously, you know, with having been moved over to uh, the Red Brand here on a kind of short notice and with, with FWBC Hell in a Cell uh, coming up this Sunday, should we expect to see uh, Big T at Hell in a Cell? And if so, what should we expect to see from Big T at Hell in a Cell? Absolutely. I'll be at Hell in a Cell. And what you should expect to see is two men dropped on their back and both pinned. Theory, you can't run any longer, brother. You want to drop promos, you want to talk trash, you want to do this and that. But I, what I do best is I whoop ass. And come Sunday, you and the King of Bleach both suffer the wrath of Chibe Way. All right. Well, I do want to go ahead and thank uh, the former Universal Champion and former FHC Champion for joining us here this evening on our, you know, first. You know, this may start being a regular thing. We may go to Thursday nights. Who knows? Obviously, things are changing right now here in the FWWC. But uh, with that, we are going to go ahead and move to our last uh, bit for the evening. Um, and that's obviously what we've been building up to over, uh, you know, really the last week in a day. And that is the promo of the week for this week. And obviously this is a very important promo of the week because it was going to be going. Uh, whoever won was going to be winning a Russell talk podcast mug brought to us by our sponsors at the Russ talk podcast uh, with Joe and Renee. Again, make sure you check them out. Uh, next week they are going to have, let me get back to my notes here. Intern Timmy, you did not write that big enough. Uh, next week they're going to be having Sophia Lopez on the show, uh, with wow women of wrestling. Um, and this week we did have an assortment of PR. They did have an assortment of people online, including yours truly tank Westbrook, big T to Python, um, you know, all talking about the history making uh, night Wednesday night in pro wrestling, AEW dynamite versus NXT. Um, you know, go check it out again, check it out on the YouTube page, rust talk podcast with Joe and Renee, as you will not find it on rust because if I remember right, eh, you know, wasn't quite working out right, but YouTube had it great. Make sure you check it out. It was an absolutely fantastic show. But with all that buildup, with that all being said, it is time for the promo of the week. And I want to say this before we get to our specific promo of the week that we did see a lot of creativity this week. And, you know, personally for, for my vote, uh, you know, it was difficult for me to decide who, you know, I felt, you know, epitomized it the best. Um, there were a lot of different examples of, of what makes a good promo, but, uh, you know, we did see one that kind of, you know, brought itself up a little bit higher than the others. And, and that's because, you know, it had a couple of things, had a unique, you know, look, uh, which is something this individual has kind of crafted for himself as of lately uh, with kind of a black and white look to it. Uh, you know, it had, you know, kind of a shock factor to it. Uh, you know, maybe the, 
not something we were expecting given, you know, recent comments on threads and things like that. Um, with all of that being said, I want to say congratulations to Corbin Slater uh, for the FWWC promo of the week. Uh, you know, fantastic, uh, absolutely uh, great promo. Go check it out if you haven't, but we are coming up on the end of our show. Um, so I want to again congratulate Corbin Slater. We will be getting the FWWC, or team, not FWWC, so Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee Mug out to you. Uh, so be on the lookout to that. We will get in contact with you to, to arrange that. Uh, but with that all being said, I am Curtis Black on behalf of the board of directors on behalf of my co-host Marcus Mayhem. I am Curtis Black. I want to thank you all for joining us uh, for episode 128 of the FWWC tonight, and we will see you next week for episode 129. Good evening.